Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Would you be in favour of the government introducing a mandatory sick pay in Ireland? And introducing mandatory sick pay in Ireland will not... uh, place undue cost on bird and on, on a burden on the employers according to the Tornish de Leo Varadka. Uh, Mr Varadka said any scheme must protect low paid and vulnerable workers as well as being fair and affordable for business. I don't think any of this is affordable for business but however the government are just trying to get away with not paying people here. This is what this is about. Varadka's comments came as he launched the public consultation on the government's plans for new laws to give employees the legal right to sick pay. Ireland is one of only a small number of European countries in which where it is, there is no legal obligation for an employer to provide sick pay in the way they do annual leave, for example. Uh, this needs to change, he says, and I'm committed to introducing a statutory sick pay scheme that works for employees and employers as quick as possible. Now, in Ireland, if you get sick, some jobs, if you work for the civil servants, of course, you, you get paid. If you work for the state, they pay sick pay. But most jobs, well, a lot of jobs, don't pay sick pay. So what happens is you have to go to the Department of Social Welfare. If you're sick for more than three days, you go to the Department of Social Welfare and you get a sick note from your doctor and they pay you. So you get sick pay from the state, which is a standard pay, whatever it is, what's a 230 euro or something like that per week if you're sick. Varadkar, who is Minister for Enterprise, Trade and Employment, said while the employers do provide for sick pay, there is no provision in law compelling them to do so. In other words, the point he's making is some employers will do it. They have a policy of doing it. I suppose the way employers look at it is, and I know here, for example, in Classic Hits, there's no sick pay policy as per se. But if you're not taking the piss, they do pay you. You know what I mean? And, and they do pay some people, depending on if people take advantage of it and abuse it. And the problem is, I always found when you had sick pay policies in companies, uh, because I had my own business at one stage, that people take advantage of you. You know, they start ringing up in the morning. Oh, yeah, how are you doing? I'm not feeling well. And there's nothing wrong with them. Like You just know they want the day off because they've been hung over from the night before. So... Like that's the problem when you pay sick pay people can take advantage of it now the government has said it will enact a statutory sick pay legislation in Ireland by the end of 2021 and Varadkar acknowledged it had been a difficult year for employers having to ex- uh, contend with the impact of COVID-19 that's the understatement of the year and the looming prospect of Brexit for some people or some businesses is going to be damaging too he said the scheme must be designed so that it protects employees particularly in low paid vulnerable workers uh, but it also needs to be fair and affordable to employers uh, many of whom have faced a great difficult or very difficult year I don't know how he can say that by the way because they're still in it and it's an extremely difficult year. Of course, tax returns for those who are self-employed and those with business, the tax returns are due the latest this, the end of this week. So y'all better get your money out. I can't see the revenue commissioners getting too much money off people this year or next year for that matter. Anyway, the issue has come to the fore during the pandemic with reports of low-paid workers fearing they're not showing up for their jobs for financial reasons, even though they were feeling ill. Many have criticised mandatory sick pay. As I said, it will affect small businesses. Uh, the most, the CEO of Ismay, Neil MacDonald, says small businesses like hairdressers, cafes, etc., would find this as uh, would find the cost excessive. Uh, in other words, what would happen is, you know, if Mary or Johnny rings in sick and they work in a small hairdressers or a cafe, that you know, the hairdressers or cafe not only would have to pay Mary or Johnny the sick pay, but they also have to pay somebody else to replace them too. So it's going to double whammy, you know. But tonight, I want to know if you would be in favour of the government introducing mandatory sick pay in Ireland. Should employers have to pay sick pay if you're out sick? Because, of course, the reason they're doing this is because of COVID-19. The idea that, you know, before, in the old normal, we all used to go into work. Oh, I feel shit today. A bit of a cold coming on there, you know what I mean? You're not going to be able to do that anymore, all right? 
Whereas, you know, going forward now, if you feel sick, you're not to go to work. But people are still going to work sick. And the reason they're going to work sick is because they don't want to lose money. And that's the truth of it. I've heard nobody in this building over the last eight months turn around and say, Jay, I'm not feeling too good today. Whereas last year, every day there was somebody whining and moaning. Jay's thing coming down with something, a bit of a cold. <laughs> we, we did that. But now suddenly we're living in a very healthy society where nobody gets sick anymore, which is a lie. People are just not saying when they're sick anymore because they don't want to start worrying people around them. So should employers have to pay sick pay? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Dear Matt. Good evening. Nice to talk to you again, Dermot. It's nice to see you again. Yeah, I'm like the... Hear me, hear me, hear me, not see me. Well, it's already, it's nice to hear you. Well, to hear you. Yeah, I'm like half the population. I thought you were bollocks. I thought you had the COVID, you were gone. (laughs) (laughs) And I was actually looking... Boilers out the gap. I was actually looking to see where four of them looking for a uh, replacement for you. I was going to, I was going to um, stick my name down for the crack. Oh, yeah, very good, Dermot. <laughs> I think you'd do a good job. I probably would. Listen. Yeah. You mind you, the broadcasting authority might get rid of you after a few days with the bad they language. Were, they get rid of me after 20 minutes, I think. The BAI be outside the door. Hmm. I have a 30, a 30 second. It's, it's, not a, it's slightly on this basis, but I have a 30 second sidebar before I get this conversation going, right? Right. And it only take me about 30 seconds. Um, you know, we, uh, the little Mises come into the house this time of year. Oh, the Mises, yeah, the little four-legged ones, yeah. The little bollocks come in, right? Yeah. Uh, ah, God bless them. They're, they're God, cold, oh, they're cold. Them. Yeah, my other half uh, rang me the other night in hysterics. There was a, a mice, tra- the trap had set, had gone off, and I arrived home, and there it was, and there was a mouse. In the dark, I could see the mouse, the shape of the mouse in the trap, so I put my hand in to get the mouse to pick up the trap. Was the little bollocks still alive? Ah, God love them. And he bit right into my finger. Oh, no. Ah. Oh, absolutely. I never fucking... It's very did rare. He break, did he break the skin? Oh, he did. He bled me, yeah. Absolutely, 100%. Oh, did, you get, did you get a tetanus shot? Well, that's what I was coming to. This is the thing. And I, I got him out and, and he was fucking... He was ferocious. He was, you know, he was caught. Whatever, Fero- anyway. Ferocious. He's a mess. <laughs> I damn it. Would you He's stop. about six millimetres long. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. The damage you did to your skin. It was like getting a needle smacked straight into your nose. I know, because they're very sharp, small, sharp teeth. Yeah, I know. I, absolutely. Now, they're not so, going to anyway. kill you. Can I just point out? They're not no, going to savage you alive but you do, but yeah. Yeah, but you, you do have to get a tetanus. It's very important. Oh, you absolutely. Get, they, are, they are rodents, you know. They let's let's not remind everybody of the bubonic plague. But go on. Yeah. Now, now, just to kill this story off, um, why I'm pissed off right. um, is because with, for some reason with this pandemic, if you, if you go to your GP, they don't seem to have any, or you ring around for flu um, vaccinations. Nobody seems to have them. They've suddenly disappeared. I heard that. I mean, you, somebody, you, somebody else just mentioned that earlier on. They're gone. Oh, absolutely. They're gone. I've, I've rang hundreds of pharmacies, well, dozens of pharmacies in Dublin. Mm. Can, can I just say, but I don't go into too much of a panic because according to the HSC and the uh, the response we got from them last week, there is no registered, there is no, um, registered case of the flu in Ireland this year so far. Okay, so, but I'm, I'm, I'm not saying you shouldn't get the job, by the way. You should, yeah. Okay. Whatever. And this, this, is, this, no comes down to, this comes down to monetary, okay? Yeah. Um, so I, I rang my GP this morning and I explained the situation. Oh, yeah, he says you certainly need a tetanus. And I was expecting him to say, well, just call up to the surgery and I'll slap it into your arm and lo and behold. Oh, you get a tetanus what? in your arse. Well, I got it in the arm. Oh, geez, I got a tetanus before, but they stuck it in me cheek and me bum like. Uh, well, yeah, okay, fair enough. But I, lo and behold, he says, well, call to the surgery and they'll have a prescription for you. And what I had to do was go to the surgery, get a prescription off the um, off the girl in the office, bring it down to the pharmacy, get the pharmacy to to give me the the vaccine, and go back up to the doctor. And lo and behold, the vaccine cost me forty three fucking euros. Jesus! And and 
for the doctor to stick the fucking needle in my arm, 60 euros. So why did you stick it in yourself, like? I should so the junkies out there do it for nothing. <laughs> Think about that, 100, 103 euros. That's for a crazy. For, as the mouse cost you 103 euros. <laughs> If I'd have known, I would have kept it alive. I'd have choked him. But 103 euros, and I'm working at I'm, I'm working at I'm working at about 25 percent of my normal wage. My I, sweet fucking Jesus! I mean, there's no way of claiming that, but well, you can claim it back at the end of the year in your tax, can't you? Yeah, I probably can't. I probably can't. There's something very seriously wrong in that situation. Like every other tetanus I ever got, you just went up to the doctor, stuck it in your arm or your arse. But or you whatever. have to go back, by the way. But don't you? When you get a tetanus, you get one, and then you have to go back like six weeks later for another or something. No, 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 no. Six no, months. You, you, no, you hold you hold it for for five to ten years. Right. Okay. Oh, well, well, that's that's anyway. I've got that off my chest. One hundred and three euros for a fucking vaccine. I'm kidding you not. By Jesus Christ! <laughs> right, okay. But I will take with that now. Get, get, get back get, to oh, the yeah, so what, what were we talking about? Oh, mandatory sick pay. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yes, mandatory sick pay. It, it's how in Jesus' name is that going to work? No, it's like the the welfare, the dependency. Right there, you go. The mouse got him again. Maybe the mouse got his phone. Are you, go, are you there, Jarvis? We just lost him. All right. We've lost him. We'll get him back in a second. Uh, just he was going to tell us what he thought of managing sick pay. Uh, so he says, I thought you got married, Niall, and I had made a beautiful card for you. I think I'll send it to you anyway, says Maria in Cork. Maria, send it to me anyway. And when I do get married, I'll use it, and I'll think of you then, Maria. All right, so send it to me anyway, because you never know what could happen very near in the very near future. Actually, to be honest with you, I was off for a week because quite the opposite of getting married. I was trying to get a divorce. But anyway, that was part of the reason why I was off. But keep texting, keep what's happening. The number's 0871 Now, is Jeremy back there? Okay, love. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. All right, love. Go ahead, Jeremy. We heard you. Come. Sorry, sorry <laughs> about that. We found the phone. We went crackers. Go on. Um, so, Jeremy, mandatory sick pay. You think people take the piss? Obviously, they take the piss. It's called free money. If at the end of the day, if you are, um, if, as you said earlier in the conversation, if you're out with the boys at the weekend which at the moment you can't deal, but somewhere down the line, you barely go on the piss with the lads again, and you have a bit of a hangover on a Monday, and you know your doctor, because an awful lot of people get to know their doctors. And you go in and you start to say, oh, I'm not feeling great, my stomach is at me, and I'm headache. And I'm yeah, when, when does a doctor ever refuse to give somebody a sick nose? Yeah. It can't prove it. If you go in and say, I have yeah. a blinding headache, and I have a pain in me hole, and I've discussed the other, <laughs> they will hole. give you, yeah, they will give you, they will give you a cert and send you on your way. They're not going to question you, and turn around and say, well, how no, why would they? They're getting 55, 60 quid off they're you. They're getting what, yeah. 60 quid off you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's it. So what they'll do is they'll sign off for the week. And who pays the bill? Are you saying about the, the, employer. the employer? Employer. The employer pays the bill. Yeah. So the employers that have been screwed for the last 10 months yeah. may, may eventually have to um, put yeah, the but bill see, for the, the reason they want to bring this in is because at the moment, only st- people who work for the state have mandatory sick pay, right? Now, some mm. some private sec- sector employers do pay sick pay, depending on the size of the company. Most of the smaller businesses wouldn't, right? But the reason they're saying it is because they don't want people now going forward in the new normal. They don't want people going to work sick. Because as you know, you know, people are like, I... I've only been out sick once in my life. That was actually last year, right? So they don't want people taking time off work sick, you know, for every little reason. Or no, the opposite way around. They do want people taking time off work for every reason. They don't want you going into work dying. I've come into work dying. Oh, Jesus Christ. Talk about putting it on a plate for people. I know, If you putting it on a a gold platter for them, that if you feel, anyway. Under the weather, yeah. 
this pandemic has changed the psyche of human beings and, and, and it's just going to drag... Oh, yeah, we've all got Munchausen syndrome at this stage now. Yeah, go oh, 100%. Hypochondriacs yeah. will be everywhere. Yeah. They'll be everywhere. Yeah. And uh, and I think it is the greatest load of shit. Mind you, can I, can I point out the hypochondriacs are dealing with this better than most people because they're well prepared for it. No, I'm telling you because Ashling, Ashling will be the first to tell you she's a hypochondriac, right? And she'll tell you, she, yeah, oh, Ashling, anytime anything was around, Ashling was convinced she had it, right? Or yep. she was getting it. And she yep. told me herself, Ashling, you told me at the start of this pandemic you're dealing with it better than most. Yeah, I did. Because it's, it's, it's a well-known thing. The people who are hypochondriacs deal with this thing better because we always think the worst possible thing is going to happen to us. So by the fact that we've always thought like the maddest things when it comes to health, like going, oh my God, I'm going to die if I do this or whatever. And now pandemics happened the worst thing you could possibly think of happening to the world has happened so we've we've learned to deal with this we've been training for this all our lives so Ashling is the best when it comes to the pandemic everybody else that I know was worried sick going around you know wetting themselves over the whole thing whereas Ashling yeah. is well prepared for this she's well prepared she's up, to, she's up for it yeah but she lives if, if, I, if I gather she lives in the arsehole of nowhere and she no no she not now she did live in the arsehole of nowhere she's moved Oh, well, she, well, now, okay. I mean, she's still in the same kind of area, but she, she's in a more, I suppose, I mean, where you're living now, there's more houses, isn't there? Yeah, well, I used to live in Roundwood, now I live in Bray. Roundwood. Roundwood. Yeah, yeah Roundwood, which is the highest village in Ireland, apparently. Yeah. Uh, and now I live in Bray, which is about 20 minutes away yeah. from there, yeah. but it's more, <laughs> closer to civilization. Well, the more isolated you are, the, the, the less chance you have to get there, and the more your mind will be at ease. If you're living in, 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 a, in a situation where you're going in and out of a hospital every day, which I tend to do most days, go in and out of Tala Hospital or whatever, but I don't get hysterical about it. You don't get hysterical about it and go, Christ, it must, it's, it's, it's the way I always look at it. it it's fate. If you're going to get it, you're going to get it. Yeah, yeah. You're when not, you're when you're your number's up, your number's up. Your number's up, your number's up. Yeah, okay. But my God, but my God, we are really, I'm looking forward to seeing somebody coming on defending this, defending the government. Okay, well, 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 well no, hang on. Derry Ann, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Derry Ann? <laughs> Well, now, first of all, I have to... Um, you have to say you need a new phone. Go on, what? <laughs> but I think he, he should look look into the law of karma. Who? He, Who? Damn it, because... Well, for killing the mouse? Yeah. So what did he expect? Ah, uh, this is going to turn into a topic now. I can just see that. <laughs> it was just, they're all texting in about you killing this mouse. Okay, we're going to throw the question out. Was Dermot right to kill the mouse in the mouse shop? And did he deserve, did he deserve to be bitten by it? Yeah, he did. I did, I did deserve to pay 103 euros for a fucking no, vaccine. No, that, 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 that I have to say. He, he, I just heard him saying there he's in and out of Tallis, so he must be, work there or something. And hospitals, I would have oh. gone to the A&E. In that case, these doctors are taking the piss at the moment when it comes yeah. to... Yeah, with all due respect, if I went down to the A and E and Tala, it would be a hundred euros straight up before they look at you. Oh, yeah, but, but she is no, she is, she is right, Dermot. I'm not saying all GPs, but a lot of GPs see this whole thing as a bit of a cash cow. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. and also the fact that they're they're not having the, the cash coming, so they're 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 getting you paid know. by the HSE for everybody they send for a test. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah, everybody they send for a test, they get paid for. And if they talk to you over the... You, in the old days, you'd have to go into them, sit there, t- tell them your life story for 20 minutes, they'd be bored out of their head while they're examining you, and you go in and tell them what's wrong with you. Now they just do it over the phone on Zoom or whatever it is, and, it. and they're getting 50 or 60 quid. So happy ah, days. Yeah. Well, going back to your topic, now... Some of them um, are not, by the way. In a way, I would say it's kind of a good thing. But to be quite honest with you, I blame Leo for 
for this. I mean, to turn around and when he introduced the 350 per week for workers, I was only talking to a manager of a company that is a huge company now. It's in England and other countries, right? Mm. And they cannot get staff back because, as, as John would say, they're sitting on their holes at home. For the yep. They live get staff at the moment, especially coming up to Christmas. So now Leo's turning around after causing all of that and saying yeah, and it's all very for him to say it because he's sitting there knowing that it will never affect no, him. No, well, he gets paid He seven. gets paid anyway, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, they should be turning around and, doing, and showing the people what they're willing to drop to make up some something. I think, uh, we're not sorry, all in this together, so is that what you're can, saying? Can yeah. I just, can I, can I just yeah. say something? Sorry for inter- interrupting you. No, no, you're wrong. I, I, I am telling you, and I mean this sincerely, I think that uh, Leo Bradiger is losing the fucking plot. He's losing the plot in a lot of ways. In the last couple of months, he's lost the plot in a lot of ways in his attitude towards his virus. And he capped it all then with uh, the 1967 thing that the other day when he was on about in 1967 when we had foot and mouth. I was watching it on... Um, Reeling in the years. I mean, what's out of a fucking government of a, of a, of a minister have we got here? No, you, no what did minister. He say, what did he, what did he say about 1967? What he said was, he was on, they were on about um, not um, the flights for Christmas, not to book them yet in case uh, there's a ban on you coming home or something like this. As if, you. You could, as if you could stop somebody from coming home. But anyway. Well, yeah, you wouldn't around, know. By the way, around. by the way, don't, don't say never because they've done, they've done worse than that, but go on. But he turns around there and he says, um, live on radio, he says, I, I happen to be watching, and he sort of laughed at this, I happen to be watching a, a pro, uh, a reading in the years, and the, the year was 1967, and the foot and mouth in England, and the people of Ireland that were living in England at that time were told not to come home for Christmas because they bring foot and mouth into so Ireland. So foot and mouth wasn't 67, it was 2000 and, 2001, wasn't it? Well, he reckons there was foot and mouth in 67. Yeah. But the point is, uh, Niall, he's... he's He's meant to be a leader, a sort of half leader of this country. And he's joking about um, reeling in the fucking years. What in Christ's yeah. name is going on yeah. with this man? I know, I know. It's, you know I mean, mean, you're, you're, being a statesman, what, I mean, what is going on with this guy? Yeah, no, I mean, to be honest with you, it's like uh, when you look at, say, that, you know, the, the doll and you watch it on the Rockstar TV, it's like spitting images. I swear to God, mm. it really is. I mean, they haven't, yeah. they haven't a clue what they're up to at this stage. No, no. And they're, I, being, I, I, they're, I, I, they're being led by... The, it's a really bad sign when you see a government not taking or making decisions. They're being led by the people. When I say being led by the people, by the wrong people. So, for example, you know, a few people go on social media whining about people standing in St. William Street and all of a sudden we bring in a law to stop people buying drink out and drinking outdoors. You know, within a day we can bring in legislation. Within a day, within yeah. a day with absolutely nothing to back it up. No, and they, they, they are, they no, are no data, no signs to back no, it up at all. nothing to back no. it up. And they suddenly decide, well, we want to stop these young people who are already... Without without looking at the consequences, there are a lot of bars out there who are making a few quid out of that and just about surviving making a few quid out of the takeouts. I mean, so there's no no thinking about what they're doing. There's no thought gone into it. That's because, I'll say it again, they have no plan. No plan whatsoever. Getting back, because it's depressing me. Getting back, so Derry, yeah, the, the, the sick pay. Derby yeah. thinks it'll be taken, people will take the piss. You think it's a good idea because I know we're one of very few European countries that don't have a legal obligation for employers to pay sick pay. But for a lot of employers, they just couldn't afford it, Derry. No, no. I, well, look, to be honest, I started out, you know, thinking, but then uh, listening to Dermot and listening to... Killing the mouse. <laughs> the foot and mouse. No, Do you know, foot, by the way, foot I have mouth. to check... I, I came in from some country and they used to announce, you remember this, um, 
on the aircraft. If you've been on the farm or in, you know, in or whatever. That's right, I remember contact, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please yeah. report to the Department of Culture. And I have been somewhere. So I went into the department. You know what they did? They got me to dip my two shoes into disinfectants. I, would, I mean, I, mean, I no, I understand. Derry Ann, that wasn't that long. In 2001, I think it was here in Ireland, or in around 1999, in around that date, when the foot and mouth happened here. Do you remember everywhere you went, when you went into shops, everybody had the disinfected mats outside, or the right. trays, and you had to stand yeah. in them. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I, I'm trying to remember, by the way, what the reason for that was. Did Footmouth crawl on the ground or something? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I know this this one is kind of airborne So did Footmouth, I mean, I don't know, Ian, is, Ian looks like he knows something about this out there. But I mean, I tried to remember what the mats were for. Hang on, Ian, go on that microphone there. Pick that up there. Ian, what, what, Ian, what was the reason for the mats? It was in fertilizers, so it got in your shoes. Oh, there you go. See, there's a bad much intelligence, right? Yep. Yeah, so the foot melt was actually in the fertiliser. So where was the mouth got to do with it? Well, no, it, that was it, what it gave you. Have you ever heard of... Fo- uh, there's a thing called hand, foot and mouth. Have you ever heard of that? Kids get no. it. Where you get these sores on the inside of your mouth and your hands. Ah. And, ah. I, and I think they were the symptoms of foot and mouth. Right, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I, yeah. I, yeah, so I... They, so I, I, didn't, I didn't know that was why they had the mats because it was spread through fertiliser. Fertiliser. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but yeah. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you See, what. See, we need somebody you, intelligent in this I, office I, to figure that out. I'm going to give you an intelligent um, opinion here. If they do bring in this, um, this, uh, sick um, pay. payment, this sick pay thing and it becomes compulsory, then all everybody should do is go to a doctor and say you have foot and mouth. And by Jesus Christ, they won't, you don't be long about giving them, uh, sending them home. <laughs> by, by the way, Darian, <laughs> getting back to the mouse, there's a lot of people texting about the mouse that said Dermot should have used a humane trap. Uh, have, have, you, yes. have you ever caught mice with a trap? Absolutely, no, not in a, not in a, you know, the one that, uh, that Dermot used. I've used the humane one. The little boxes. Uh, yeah, and caught them. And, and then, then let give I, them their freedom then. Then I go, oh, well, I drive a few miles now before. Uh, I a few miles? Off. You only have to bring them out to the local field. You don't have to go no, miles away. They're not like homing pigeons. They don't know their <laughs> way, their way back to your house. Oh, they, I'm telling you now. But hang on, hang on. What would happen if the little mouse, let's say his name was Michael, right? Yeah. That's, that's a good yeah. name for a mouse, right? Yeah, and Michael, Michael gets in, yeah. Okay, so you get Michael in the box, right? Yeah. And you, you bring him out to your car and off you drive a few miles away, right? Yeah. And let him go in a field. But he probably has a family, like a wife and kids that he was bringing food home to. And now he's missing. Oh, geez, now you're making me feel terrible. The whole conversation is <laughs> about the mouse. I told him about yeah, the mouse. Yeah, but at least he didn't slaughter the mouse like Dermot did. <laughs> God's no, sake. I couldn't do that. I really couldn't. Yeah. Huh? Dermot is. Okay. What's oh. that? Dermot, have you got a fare? I have. I'm having an affair. No, <laughs> have you got a fare in your taxi? Oh. No, 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 no. I'm at home. I just said it to my other half that, we're, that the, the conversation is now about Michael the Mouse that I caught. <laughs> who, who didn't die. Who didn't die when he should have and bit into me fucking finger. Oh, well, hang I, on. I, well, well, hang on. You're starting the whole conversation. Nigel. How are you doing, Nigel? How are you doing, Nigel? Go on, you want to say oh, something yeah, about Dermot's mouse? How are you, yeah, Nigel? How are you? How are you doing? All right, son. I said, sorry. I say the mouse as well as you, he fucked when he bit you, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I say you the third time together, I'm going to bit you. Well, seemingly the mouse, the mouse went to the doctor and you didn't have to pay for his testing. <laughs> <laughs> I said there was more damage done to the mouse than there was to Dermot. Noel, Noel, if you knew Dermot like I know Dermot, right? I guarantee the, I guarantee the mouse is dying to get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee you that. 
<laughs> I mean, do you agree with catching mice in these traps, Nigel? You absolutely oh. kill the fuckers. I hate them. Oh, oh. Stop. Fucking, they the are fucking rodents. Mice. They carry yeah. disease. Hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Kill on sight. I mean, I mean, I know they're running around in their own shite and stuff like that, but they're not like rats. I mean, okay, we all know you, the story about the I'll rats. You, I'll tell you what you do, Niall. While you're, we're on that conversation, just get Ian or Ashley there to Google a mouse a, a, a mouse bite, and the Google will tell you what the mice carries, the disease that the, uh, the mice carry. You just Google that and it'll, have a look. Yeah, Ashley, don't, oh, Ashley probably has it on the top of her head because, you know, her being a hypochondriac. Yeah, go on, Nigel. Yeah. No, no, get him to Google a fucking damn it, boy. I guarantee you it's for him. Damn it, boy. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, that would certainly have you off work. Nigel, should you get paid if you're off work? But you're, no, I, just, I was saying to Ashley there, um, I wouldn't rule it out totally. But you're but, a taxi driver, aren't you? Me, no, 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 no,
you know that uh, I don't really know where with the tech stores is I in the airport. Yeah. Okay. So they would work the tech stores, and what they do is one of them would go and clock everybody in, and they'd all sit in Keeley's for the day, getting rat arse, and then go yeah. back. Somebody would go and clock them all back out again. Yeah. Ah. Uh. God. They wouldn't, wouldn't be, actually no, work. If you, go, if you go back in the day, Noel, if you go back into all the you know the concrete pits, the road stones, and yeah. places like this, that was. I mean, for a large majority of the of the workforce, and I wouldn't say everybody are, but that was common practice, Noel. Yeah, and, and the other thing was as well in those days. Theft was a big thing in the workplace because my father, because he worked in the textiles, we never had to buy a battery for a torch in our house. Every knife and fork we had had the Erlingus shamrock on it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and we never bought toilet paper. Now, mind you, the toilet paper he came home with. No, no, was no, the no stu- it was great too, fucking sandpaper for Jason. <laughs> yeah. I know. It was the stuff they had in the toilets on the planes. Yeah. You know, the square box that with was, the sheets. Yeah. It was like grease proof paper. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. And the poo Christ. didn't stick to it. Yeah. Oh, and it would cut geez. your arse. So in other words, when you went to wipe your ass, your poo ended up up around your shoulder blades. So we never had to buy toilet paper. <laughs> and I didn't want like bleach or any of the household stuff. But should we dad come home with the van with loads of it in us? We never had to buy any of that stuff. Sorry, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be talking about my father like this. Not only was he scamming out of work, he was a thief as well. Not really, dad. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, sorry, yeah, go ahead, Darianne. When you were but working no, as their hostess. No, I have to say, we wouldn't have got away with that. Well, you're honestly. not robbing the duty free. You couldn't, no. But but we but this fella came, came on board, an accounting guy, and one time to go to New York to check to check the bars and check our bags and everything. So we took him out in New York and got him pissed and he couldn't come back on the flight we were all going home on. <laughs> in those <laughs> days, by the way, the pilots wouldn't have had... They do random kind of drug testing and random drink testing on them now. They didn't in those days. There would have been pilots flying pissed out of their heads in those days. Yeah, no, they, no. but not not for not for flying. You see, we the, the training you you would have to be free of whatever for so many hours beforehand, and it was very strict. It really was very strict in those days. But in my job, like if I had a big zit on my face, I would be cosmetically unfit, and I wouldn't be able to do my job. Oh yeah, because you had to look pretty. You have to look perfect. Well, yeah, sorry, we'll wait, well, well, hang on, hang on, wait for a second, Jeremy. I want to just bring yeah. Angela here before I finish this topic up. Angela! Oh. Going. Yeah, sorry, Angela, go ahead. Um, uh, I'm just laughing here because I've got the best mouse story ever. What happened to your, what happened to your mouse? Well, um, long story short, I went into bed one night and I heard this banging. You know, like, I was like, what the hell is that? So I went out to the landing mm-hmm. and I opened the door and there was a mouse caught in the trap inside in the hot press. And he was flying yeah. around with the trap on him? Yeah, and I closed, I'd opened the door and he'd stop. And I closed the door and he'd keep going. I opened the door and he'd stop. And then I went down and got a plastic bag and I lifted up the trap with him wiggling around the place. Right, did he bite um, you? Went out the back, opened it up, he turned around, got in his hind legs and went, Wah! And then <laughs> <left>. <laughs> he, oh, so, so he was all right, like? He was fine, he was just his tail. So off he went, oh, Jesus. Oh, you know? I, so. know. I know, see, they're hard enough to kill, God bless them, because they're, they're non-vertebrates. They have no backbone. Oh, they have a little no. teeny backbone, but it's they can get into little tiny spaces. Oh, this guy, this guy that I caught was was about quarter in from his tail up 
to say Quarterway Uppies back was caught in the trap. So about three quarters of him was not was yeah. was not. But he was squashed in the trap. Ah, like, Jesus, damn! We don't go into but detail. The point, yeah, but the, no, the point which you're making, you're saying, is they're made of rubber. They have no yeah. um, bones yeah, no that can break. Yeah. And he was perfectly okay. He wasn't bleeding. Nothing. <laughs> but the little yeah. bodice was alive. I'm going, and, yeah, I'm going to eat I'm going yeah, to eat them. <laughs> we, had, we had loads of them. We had loads of them in the house in Dunleary, right? They yeah. were just getting in somewhere. And one night, we had friends over for, for dinner. And under the fridge, they came out and we got six of them. And I actually started, I actually started playing the funeral march. <laughs> 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 when I bring them out, I'd be like, hey, six of them in the space of a half an hour. And how would you bring them out? Where were you catching them in? In the traps. Oh, in the traps. Oh, okay. And you'd hear it. Are you? Are you but but now, so you didn't use humane traps, did you? No. Ah, uh, can you? Can I? Can I ask you all to be like Jerry Ann and use a humane trap? No, absolutely not. No. Well, I have to tell I, you, there was I, one I, time I, I, I didn't. The superpower ones with the big yellow sticker on them. Say that again. Nigel. I have the I have the superpower ones with the big yellow back on them. Oh, uh, the ones they could. Yeah, I know. There's they're, no way out. There's no way out. It'll like, take it. will take a small pigeon down, like. Is <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no that a real Irish thing to say? Do you ever hear Irish people? I got this rat yesterday, right? Or it was a mouse, and it was a mouse. But well, he looked like a rat. He was about the size of a dog. He was the same size of fucking R. But Niall, can yeah. I just say um, about it, the sick leave? Absolutely no way. You but, can't do it. Are we even talking about sick leave still? Are we, we, that was no, what we were meant to be talking about. But I was going to say, we're going to that now. We're on, we're, yeah, but you know the way you were talking about your dad in Aer Lingus? Yeah. My dad worked for a big company as well. And uh, the way your dad was in Aer Lingus, I guarantee you, if, he, if you needed a plumber, there was one there. If you needed an electrician, there was one, one there. there. Yeah. All done, all and he would work on Aer Lingus' time. time. Yeah, yeah. All done on the company. I know, sure. I, I remember I had a motor, like, how bad it was, right? I had a motorbike, and I would strip the, I would strip the bike down. Um, every now and again and if I wanted it sprayed he would bring all the parts into work and the guy in the body shop would spray it if he needed his car fixed he drove his car into the hangar it's the truth (laughs) of God and the guy is to the spray job on his car like yeah. that was the way it worked in those days. Now you wouldn't catch any of that going on nowadays. No, no, no. it was a different. They were robbing the place blind. So the wonder, company, they were losing millions. The place. No wonder. Niall, in the company that Dad worked in, they had these things called deadly, and they were the seven deadly sins. Now they got sick pay, but you could also take a deadly, which was that you could ring in the morning and say you're not coming in, and you had seven of them a year. Seven Unvouched days, days off. Now, like. there's, 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 sorry, yeah. no, but they still had that in the civil service up to recently. No, there's, no, yeah. there's, one, other, there's one other thing on that. You're talking about earning 40, 50 years ago. You're saying that, you know, they were being robbed blind and this, your dad was doing this and that and the other. Okay, but, but, well, can I just say, by the way, in case he's looking down and be cursing me now because I'm cursing his name, right? He was yeah. a good man, right? And no, no, no. And everybody was doing it. Everybody. But you're talking, you're talking, you're talking about, about yeah, but you're talking, you're talking about the time now, uh, 40, 50 years ago, in 40, 50 years ago, there was no Ryanair. There was no low-cost airlines. Aer Lingus was the only airline out of this country. And I can remember at the end of the 70s, into the early 80s, to go to London on an Aer Lingus That's right. flight. It's more expensive than it is now. 
was three or four hundred quid. That's right. To, to go to America was seven hundred. Yeah, yeah, seven hundred yeah, pounds. That's, yeah. that's thirty years ago. Yeah. So the point is, they were making money hand over fist, and they were turning a blind eye to things like. Well, my, now mind you, they be, they had a much bigger sta- amount of staff. I mean, at one stage, <laughs> if I remember rightly, because it started off as Aer Lingus, then it split up into Arienta and yeah. Aer Lingus, and then it became. What was the name of the... Do you remember when they built Derry on the, the big, um, the huge big um, hangar, the Team Aer, Team Aerolingus? So my dad was offered an opportunity to move from Aerolingus to Team Aerolingus, which uh-huh. was a separate company, I believe. And so you had three then. You had Aerolingus, Team Aerolingus and Aerienta. And then you had the DAA came along. And I think they took over the job of Arienta, probably. No, they probably had CCTV, so we didn't go. <laughs> right, OK. On that side of things as well, Niall, down in Shannon Airport, when George Bush came over that time, um, yep. remember, and they closed down the motorways and they did all of this, a lot of the Arienta and Aer Lingus staff gave out because they put cameras everywhere and they all had their little hiding spots that they knew that there was no cameras. <laughs> so they could go over there and sit down and at the time you could smoke and all that. Yeah, yeah, that's they right, of course, have yeah. Their bag, have their newspaper and now they couldn't because everywhere was covered in cameras. Sure, my dad brought me to work. There was times where, you know, you'd bring your kid to work. Most people yeah. do that. But he used to bring me to work and I'd be sitting there and he had an oven beside him with like yeah. a grill and he'd be frying his rashes and sausages with a smoke in his mouth and a cup of coffee. Right, mm-hmm. and this is in indoors. Like he'd be frying these rashes and sausages for all the lads, and they'd be coming down. Now his job, he was head of tech stores. His job was to sign in and out the parts for the planes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me just bring June in. June, you're on Classic Hits. How you doing, June? Hi, I'm fine. I'm Good. Fine. There you go. You would have been in the uh, air in the 1960s. You'd have been in the air in the 1960s thinking about my father supplying parts for the plane. <laughs> <laughs> so June, what about the mouse? Getting back to the mouse. Oh, I didn't hear the details. Could you say the gory details? Well, the gory details was Dermot arrived home and his wife said a, a mouse was caught in the trap. The mouse was kind of still alive. Dermot went to pick it up and it bit him on the finger. But uh, he, he killed it anyway. Was it injured? Who, Dermot or the, or the mouse? <laughs> no, 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 I don't care about Dermot getting bit. Oh, I don't care about Dermot! <laughs> <laughs> I have a fucking world we're living in. Was it, was, it, was it injured? You mean the mouse? Yeah, it, it, well, it was. Yeah, it was practically. It was hanging on it to was, dear life. It was hanging on for dear life. It was. It was quartered away. Trapped squashed in the in the in the goddamn thing. Squashed. If it was squashed, yeah, it was kind of squashed. You, you were right to kill it. He didn't kill it. Well, he killed it in the end. It. Yeah, he killed it in the end. Yeah. He killed himself by biting Dermot. <laughs> <laughs> Poisoned itself and it bit Dermot. So, June, would you ever use a trap? No, I can't. I don't have the heart to. So, so what are you supposed to do, June? I, Let them run right? I, I have a cat. Oh. oh. He takes care of the mice. Yes, he yeah. now there's a, that's a good tip, by the way. If you're afraid of mice, get a cat. You will never mm. have a mouse in the house when you have a cat. No, it's true. Yeah. I had an invasion of mice when my, my little, very old cat had to be put to sleep uh, a few years ago. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, I think I must have been lonely because I didn't know they were in the drawers of my chest of drawers. What, the mice were? Yeah, but I... Jesus. I they were everywhere. And what, they were uh-huh. their little shits were in the drawers? there were so many of them, but I didn't have... Uh, I uh. didn't know what to do. And I, then I got the cat I have now, and she was just a kitten. 
and she tore into them, and I, I haven't seen one since. And she tore into them. She tore into them. So we're talking about um, humanity here for the mice. Yeah, but that's nature. That's human nature. Yeah, the but cat. cat. It's called. Well, it's called. No, but you ever hear, Dermot? If you if you're a cat owner, you know it's called paying their rent. Yes, that's what they call it when cats go and they they deliver mice. So they get the mice. The only unfortunate thing about it is sometimes what they'll do is they'll catch the mice and they'll bring it to you. Yeah, Correct. but they, they they like to play with them for a, a while before they die. <laughs> they, they tortured I'm them. I'm afraid that's what cats are like. They're carnivores. Yeah. Hence the name cat and mouse. Absolutely. It's not just in the cartoons. It's for real. It's for real. Yeah, and birds. They yeah. pull seagulls out of the wow. air if they get a chance. Well, I mean, you know what, you know what, Niall? I have to be honest. I'm sorry I even fucking mentioned this this mouse thing. Because this has turned out, out to be the most strange fucking conversation we've ever had. Yeah, well, it was meant to be a conversation about mandatory sick pay. But, yeah, you know, that. Yeah, but but you know, I've I've if I if there is a mouse in the house, a mouse yeah, a mouse in the house. Yeah, yeah, and she plays with it, but sometimes mm. she loses them. Right. Mm. And they go hiding somewhere, and then That's, I. I tried. I, I go to all lengths to rescue them. When she's tired of you them, want to rescue us? I usually oh. put a bowl over them. Right. So right. then I uh, just take them outside yeah. and give them their freedom. Yeah, I reckon that they've earned it. If they survived her for a couple of hours. <laughs> They've survived the torture from the cat. They've yeah. earned their freedom. Yeah. Right, I'm with you. Okay, listen. Thank you to Nigel and Angela and Dermot for the mouse story. And June, thank you very much indeed. Nice talking okay, to you. Okay, that was great, Crack. Thank you. <laughs> See you. Bye. <laughs> bye.